All right. Aloha, guys. I'm Chad Owens. Welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. Listen, it's hump day Wednesday, hence why I'm a little extra dressed up today. You know, Wednesday is that day of the week. It's, it's the peak of the week. You know, Mondays, you're just coming off the weekend. You're sort of kind of just getting things prepped. Tuesdays, you're flowing. Wednesdays, Wednesdays, extra focus, right? Wednesdays, a little extra detail, right? And as you get closer to Fridays, we can start to relax and, and, and you know, finish the week out, but get ready for the weekends. Uh, but listen, I'm excited today, but before we get started, I want to share something with you guys. Uh, yeah. Just picked her up, brand new Mercedes G-Wagon. Shout out to my man, John, over at Mercedes of Honolulu. Um, but check this out. This is where it gets exciting. All right? <sighs> Boom. I got my star advertiser, newspaper, right? Sports section. Check him out. Dylan Gabriel. Getting ready to make his start of the season this, this week. Um, they're taking on Georgia Tech, so that's going to be an exciting game. Good luck to him and the rest of the Uf, UCF squad. Shout out to um, Mackenzie Milton, you know, on his recovery. Looking forward to seeing him back in action, back on the field. You know, as always, I got my notebook. Shout out to the CFL. And guys, you know, I only like to travel in style. So... With that being said, make sure you guys go check out John at Mercedes of Honolulu. Get yourself a G-Wagon and make sure you guys are coming proper on Hump Day Wednesdays. Let's hop on in to the first quarter. The NBA playoffs last night were insane. The Heat defeated the Celtics in a thrilling overtime finish to take game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Bam Adebayo had the game-changing play where he blocked Jason Tatum in overtime to basically seal the deal. He added 18 points on the night, 9 rebounds and 6 assists. The Heat's Dragic also had 29 points. Jimmy Butler hit some key shots down the stretch. He added 20 points. The Celtics' Jason Tatum did his thing as always. He had 30 points, and Marcus Smart finished with 26 points. Now, the Denver Nuggets is the Cinderella story of the NBA playoffs this year. Uh, they defeat the Los Angeles Clippers in Game 7 to move on to the Western Conference Finals against King James and the Lakers. Now, the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double going into three quarters. He had 16 points, 22 rebounds, and 13 assists to finish the game, while Jamal Murray, in my opinion, is playing like a, an MVP right now. He finished with 40 points. He was 6 of 13 from three-point land. And let me give you a little quick story about Jamal Murray. I got to watch him play in high school for the Biosteel All-Canadian basketball game. 
you know, it's no surprise what he's doing. I watched him live doing this in high school. Um, so shout out to you, Jamal. Way to come back. I mean, the Nuggets came back from being down 3-1 in this series as well as the last series against the Utah Jazz. No team in NBA history has ever done that. So I know I'm not even talking about the Clippers anymore. They're done. But, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for 24 points, hence why they lost that game. But look, I think everyone's talking about the Lakers right now. But I, I got to say, man, the Nuggets are the hottest team right now in the NBA. They've proved that they can come back from being down in series. They've come back from being down big in games. And, you know, to me, that's just a sign of a, a resilient team. Uh, and they're pretty young. They're a pretty young squad. And to have that type of, you know, um, resiliency normally comes from a veteran squad. But Jamal Murray, Jokic, they are playing like a superstar duo. I'm looking for an unbelievable Western Conference Finals. So stay tuned. That game's coming up Friday night. Let's move on to the WNBA playoffs, where that started last night as well. The Phoenix Mercury defeated the Washington Mystique 85 to 84 in a crazy finish where Shea Petty hit a game winning buzzer beating three pointer to win that game. And here's what's crazy about that Shea Petty was released by Washington in August, signed with Phoenix two days later. And here she is hitting the game winner against her former team. And in the other game, the Connecticut Sun defeated Chicago Sky 94-81. to That wraps playoff basketball. Let's head on over to quarter two. In NCAA news... A decision will be made tomorrow on whether or not men's and women's basketball will start as planned in November or a shortened conference-only season will begin after Christmas. You know, this is all due to the growing concerns surrounding the pandemic and travel. You know, no team's going to want to travel long distances on a plane to play one game. So, you know, this is a very big decision. Uh, not only for the universities within the state, but for outside tournaments in Hawaii, on Oahu, and Maui. A committee will be making a decision soon, so make sure you guys check out the sports section tomorrow where our, the star advertisers, sports editors will give you more details on that decision. Uh, you know, For me, if I knew that I wasn't going to be able to play a season, you know, a college season at that, that's tough. You know, you go through the whole offseason, you know, you're in, you're in college. If you're a student athlete in college, that's, that's, the, that's the goal. That's the dream, right? You prepare every day for that season. Yeah, you're going to school, you're getting your degree, but you're also, that other half is a huge chunk. It's, that, it's, that, it's the game. So, you know, my, my goal was to make it and become a professional, right? Make it to the NFL, watch CFL, which I did. But 
I needed those games. I needed, I needed that season, you know, to, to help me out. So, you know, guys, girls, um, you know, I can't speak on experience, but just hang in there. Um, and when the time comes, you know, go ball out. And in college football news, Navy head coach Ken Niamatololo is a little disappointed at the decision that awarded the Mountain West Conference's Air Force Academy to play just two games this season. You know, the Commander-in-Chief Trophy is awarded to the military team, which has the best record amongst Air Force, Navy, and Army. You know, those three games, right? So this is the reason why I believe Coach Neil Matalolo is upset, and, and he has, in my opinion, every right to be. Air Force is going to play two games, one against Navy, one against Army. Navy has a 11-game season this year, I believe, and Army has a 12-game season. Now, I don't know about you, but um, football is a, is a grueling sport. You know, you get beat up week in and week out. So I know the concern here from, 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 from Coach Neil Matalolo is that Air Force is going to be fresh. They're going to be extra fresh playing these games. And, you know, you can look at it on, from that end, right, fresh, or the player safety side. You need to play games. I think weekly, your body gets into that routine in the season. Yeah, you get beat up, but you also are building that armor uh, as you play every week. So, you know, uh, higher risk of injury, for not playing as much, um, you know, that's just my opinion on that. But I can see why, you know, Coach, Coach Ken is a, is a little upset there. Um, but to me, that's just, that's just crazy. And local boy Dylan Gabriel, former Mililani Trojan quarterback, has his season opener for UCF this week against Georgia Tech. Last season, Gabriel went for over 3,600 yards passing with 29 touchdowns, helped UCF finish with a 10-3 and record. That's amazing. Um, also, Mackenzie Milton is there as well, recovering. And, uh, you know, I'm actually waiting to see him get back in action. So that's an interesting story. Uh, Going to be catching up with them boys uh, at some point here. But uh, good luck this week, guys. We're pulling for you. And with that, guys, we're heading into halftime. As you know, the most exciting part of this show Let's see what we got today. Shamming my pain with his fingers, singing my love with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly. With his song, telling my whole life With his words, killing me softly With his song Yes, wow, wow Amazing job, Kyla, thank you so much for that video uh, keep singing your heart out, girl. Uh, make sure you guys give Kyla a follow. Her handle is right there. Um, check her out. 
And listen, if you want to be featured on the CO2 Rundown's halftime show, you know, again, entertaining, uh, singing. If you're an athlete, you know, high school athlete, youth athlete, you want to get interviewed, I want to talk to you. Shoot me a message on Instagram at ChadOwens2 or reach out to the Star Advertiser at Star Advertiser on Facebook and Instagram. Guys, that was awesome again. Like I said, thank you so much, Kyla. Let's head on over to the third quarter for more sports news. A Billy, a Billy, a Billy, a Billy, a Billy, a billionaire. Forbes just released its world's highest paid soccer players for 2020. Congrats to Barcelona's Lionel Messi for joining the billionaire club alongside with Cristiano Ronaldo. Messi's earnings for this year was $126 million, 92 million of that being his salary, and an additional $34 million in endorsements. Man, I should have stuck to soccer. You know, athletes making a billion dollars. Listen, kids out there, keep working on your soccer skills. Keep working on your athletic skills. There's a lot of money to be made. Tiger Woods is, is a billionaire athlete. Floyd Money Mayweather, obviously in boxing. Uh, and you've got now Ronaldo and Messi. And I think LeBron James isn't too far behind so, man, billionaire, billionaire money in sports, that's just crazy. Can't even fathom that. And in NHL Stanley Cup playoff action, the Dallas Stars defeated the Las Vegas Golden Knights to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. They are awaiting the winner between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. You can catch that action in Game 6 tomorrow night. Uh, listen, in regards to hockey, uh, you know, I grew up a fan because of the movie, The Mighty Ducks. But after moving to Toronto and living in Canada for the past damn near 10 years, uh, you know, the game has grown on me. Uh, playoff hockey is extremely exciting. You know, I got a chance to watch the Maple Leafs in action uh, and catch some of their unbelievable playoff runs. Um, you know, so diving into that culture, uh, I know there's no Canadian teams representing in this year's Stanley Cup you know, finals, but... Nonetheless, man, hockey is, is, is an amazing game. So I'm truly thankful uh, for my experiences there to, to you know, gain more of a respect and love for uh, an unbelievable um, game that, that a whole country backs. So with that being said, guys, let's transition on over to the fourth quarter. All right, let's finish strong here. Recapping Monday Night Football. They say third time's a charm. Well, Tennessee Titan kicker Steven Goskowski says it's four times a charm. As he missed three field goals in the game, he hit it when it mattered. Game winner over the Denver Broncos. Shout out to you, brother. Way to have that one snap and clear mentality. That was June Jones, by the way. One snap and clear. Uh, way to have that mentality. You need that as a kicker. Lots of pressure. Uh, Cleveland kicker just got released after missing an extra point and one field goal in their game. So uh, tons of pressure these kickers are going through these days. Uh, anyway, Pittsburgh Steelers 
Big Ben Roethlisberger, as he returns after having season-ending injuries last year, they defeat the New York Giants. Big Ben had more rushing yards than New York Giants running back Saquon Quadzilla Barkley, who only had six rushing yards in the game. You know, that's not on Saquon. I think he needs a little bit of help up front. Uh, the boys in the trenches, as we all, we all know, that's what matters. You know, shout out to all my former linemen teammates, uh, you know, for opening up holes for the running backs, um, for protecting and giving Timmy Chang, Ricky Ray, time to deliver dimes to me. Um, you know, so shout out to you guys. Keep doing your thing. Juju Smith-Schuster. I love watching this guy play. Uh, he had two touchdowns on the day. And you got you to gotta watch every time he scores, man. It's a TikTok video every single time. He posed for pictures in front of the pylon camera. It was amazing. And shout out to Tyson Alu-Alu, local boy, year 10. He had three tackles on the day. Um, just amazing, man. We're all so proud of you. Keep plugging away, man. And, guys, a reminder. Football fever ballots are due before tomorrow's game. You can turn them in at Select Long's Drugs. Um, huge thank you to our sponsor for Football Fever, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Long's Drugs, Windows Hawaii, and Hawaiian Telecom. And in other sports news, golf's U.S. Open starts tomorrow, and you can catch the world's number one ranked player, Dustin Johnson, tee off. And in case you missed it, over the weekend, just an unbelievable heartfelt uh, story, heartwarming story, where former two-time NBA champion, former Los Angeles Lakers center, Paul Gasol and wife Kat had a newborn baby girl, and they honored the late Kobe and Gianna Bryant by naming their daughter Elizabeth Gianna Gasol. That's just amazing. Uh, nothing feels better than hearing stories like that. And guys, with that being said, that concludes this episode of the CO2 Rundown brought to you by the Star Advertiser. I'm Chad Owens, and I'll see you Friday. Same place, same time. Aloha.